This episode of the Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Since 2019, Sales Leadership United has grown to become the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world. Check out salesleadershipunited.com and tap into tools used by elite sales leaders worldwide. Accelerate your leadership development. Solve modern sales challenges. Use fully prepped sales meetings in your next team meeting. Thousands of hours of sales leadership materials indexed and searchable with a single click. Create your own personal sales leadership library. Head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB at signup to get a free trial on me. Hi, I'm Rob Jepson, and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth from the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders. I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. This show features leaders of teams who are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United, the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. Be sure to check out the all-new salesleadershipunited.com. Fast-track your sales leadership development, gain insights into how other sales leaders are solving challenges similar to the ones you face, and tap into over 400 leadership topics, hundreds of video insights, battle-tested leadership frameworks, and new material that comes out every single week. Sales Leadership United is the easiest investment in yourself you'll ever make. Head to salesleadershipunited.com, use the code ROB at signup, and get a free trial on me. Now, get ready for some serious insights from sales leaders who are making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello, and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high-growth sales leaders share high-growth practices and tactics. The show just had the biggest month that we have ever had. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for your DMs letting me know that the show's helped your career. It fires me up more than you could ever know when I hear from you. And today, that's going to make you send me more DMs because he's good. this guy is this good. He needs no introduction. He was our kickoff guest for the 2021 year, and it became one of our top 10 most downloaded episodes in the five-year history of the show. Today, he joins us for a rare third appearance. This guy is someone who's been leading the charge in how sales are done for a long time. He's someone I respect a great deal. He's someone I follow and, and I pay close attention to. And someone you're going to be glad I had wrapped back for round three. The person I'm talking about, Jake Dunlap, founder and CEO of Scaled. Listen, if you don't know Jake, you need to because he's done it all. He's been the successful salesperson and president's club winner. Been there, done that. He's been the successful sales leader who took companies places that they had never been before. Helped them get off the ground, helped them get acquired, helped them win industry awards. Been there, done all of those things. He's developed leaders who have gone on to do their own incredible things. Today, Jake and the Scale team help companies build systems that create results, head-turning results. And our world is changing so fast. One of the things Jake does better than anyone else I know is learn to stay at the very front in order to help his clients stay in front. And today, you will all be the benefits of that. So when I knew that I needed to have an episode on one of the biggest changes that I've ever seen happen in sales, I didn't look hard for where to go. I made one call to my buddy Jake. And I'm excited to have him back on the show and to be the first to dive into this very important topic. Jake, welcome back to the Sales Leadership Podcast. And thank you for joining me. Love it, man. I am excited about this. 
Um, I'm getting hyped just hearing it. I'm just like, let's, let's go. go, man. I need, let's I need go. you. Like, I need, I'm going to put this on replay, like in my morning and just listen to this and just get excited. So I'm excited, man. This is, you, you hit it on the head. Why I'm excited about this is someone who's passionate and loves and cares about sales and sales leadership is this is a change. And so why I'm so excited and why I keep talking about this, and we're going to get into the details here is that this move around AI, we've been talking about it for a long time, is is the biggest impact in sales over my 20-year career um, when I think about the future. And, and it's just so important for, for everyone. So I'm excited to get very tactical, uh, talk a little bit of some philosophy of where I think things are going, but also hopefully people are going to walk away with some very tactical uh, ways to integrate uh, AI further that aren't just fluff. Well, I want our listeners to know, like, listen, you're on here for the third time. It's only a couple people who have, have had to do that. You're, that's how much I respect you. But I'm also want to know, we don't have a script for today. Like, I just brought you on and said, whatever it is you think people need to hear, we're going to go there. This is really Jake Unplugged. Back to like the old Clapton on MTV Unplugged episodes, okay? This, that's what we're going to have here. Now, we, we have a lot more listeners. We have 50,000 listeners, which is crazy. When you were on last time, it was about half that. When you were on the wow. first time, it was probably half of that. Um I'm grateful for the growth of the show. I'm going to put links to the last two episodes we have with you because when we're done, people are going to want to hear more of you. Yeah, great. Can you just give us the very short, we don't need everything. And I'm going to send it back like short scaled in you because I want to spend as yeah. much time on AI today as possible. We have two other episodes where you can introduce yourself, but just give us a second if you don't mind. Yeah. I'll talk a little bit about, you know, where, where we are as an organization, you know, scaled how we've evolved over the years really to become what we call a sales performance agency, which means whether it's around, um, you know, the technology that you need to increase uh, your sales productivity and performance and actually get the performance that you want, whether it's around the enablement content that you need. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're not the people you call for your one day training. Uh, we're not yeah. the people that you call if you need a playbook and you don't care about, did this actually move the needle? We're the people that you call when you say, Jake, we're trying to accelerate growth by X. And we need some, you know, a partner who is who is in the trenches with us, not just giving us philosophical advice as a consulting firm, but also tactically helping us to execute. And that's really what we do is um, both help with the direction and strategy, but also with the tactical execution, which is why I think people love working with us um, over some of the bigger players that might have fancier acronyms, but aren't going to get in the trenches and customize things to your business and focus on performance. I love it. And that I think is a huge differentiator because there are too many armchair quarterbacks or too many people that, you know, this, I know this is a distraction. Like my son's getting is in the middle of college and his son wants to be a consultant. I'm like, consultant what? He's a college kid. Like, what's he going to do? I, what I love is like, you're like, no, nah, I'm in it. We're, we're in it with you. We have stayed salespeople. We are still sales leaders. We are walking the shoes that you're in. We're not someone that's read about some philosophies going to share. And that's why I love what you do. Like, again, we'll give people ways to connect to you. I, I follow, whenever I see anything from you, I take the time to read it, follow it, because there's a reason for everything that comes out your mouth. So thank yep. you. Thank you. Um, let's set the stage, okay? Maybe less than a year ago. A year ago might be too far, uh, Jake. People were talking about AI is coming, right? They were hypothesizing how this will affect sales. I think it's here. I think it's all the way here. And I think you're one of the ones that I see providing insight on how you use it the right way as a sales leader. And so today, if they haven't figured out already, you and me, we're, we're going to talk about AI and tools, like things like ChatGPT or other things like that. And before we dive in, 
how would you set the stage for 50,000 listeners who are likely going to be really, really interested to where you're going to take? And we got a bunch of, you got yeah. a big platform now. How would you set the stage on what the lay of the land is right now and, and what they should be thinking about before we dive in? Yeah. And I'll, and I'll even consider, you know, looking back at myself and, you know, I don't know if I really you know, jumped at this maybe as fast as I should have, but I'll, I'll go back to, I was having a beer with Kevin Dorsey. If you guys know who Kevin is, he lives here in Austin now as well. We were at Pint House Pizza, eating pizza, having a beer. And he and I would started talking about it. And Kevin, to his credit, had kind of started to think about where this could go. And it, it's, it became clear to me in the beginning of that conversation um, that I needed to invest time. And I feel like what I see with salespeople, sales leaders, is we do not have enough time dedicated to learning, and again, as opposed to outsourcing our knowledge to like sales operations or RevOps people about how can technology or, or changes in uh, what's possible impact the way we build scale uh, sales organizations. And so I realized, okay, I need to fire myself as CEO and I got to go deep on this. And so that's what I did. And this is probably five, I don't know, four or five months ago. And the the use cases, and we're going to get into some of the specific use cases, so I won't I won't talk about all of it at once. But what I would say is, if you are listening to this, if you are a frontline seller, I promise you, at the end of this, if you listen to the tactical piece, I can probably make you fifteen to twenty percent more productive. If you are Let's a leader, go. if you are a leader, and this isn't bullshit, this is, and the beautiful part about generative AI in particular, which is what I'm going to focus on, is this isn't unlike other sales technologies or technologies that require like a big change management lift, Rob, where it's like, I got to learn this other whatever. This doesn't require that. This is something I can start to use tomorrow. And it's relatively intuitive versus, you know, having to learn a whole other system. And sales leaders, I'm talking about, we are going to ramp salespeople in three to four weeks instead of three to four months. Like it is, it is seriously, and I'm not just saying this to blow smoke. I don't have an affiliate deal set up with chat GPT. Like I am telling you this because as someone who's been in sales and sales leadership for 20 years, there's nothing more important that I can do from a, how I spend my time than to stay on top of this because it is also evolving very, very quickly. And so as we get into some of these use cases, you, you just start to realize what's going to be possible here. And we'll talk about the different parts of the sales process that these things show up, but I, I'll tell you. Now is the time to fire yourself from your day job and go spend six hours and just start to think, go ahead and you can put this on whatever speed that you want and start to do some of the, the prompts and the things that we'll talk about. And, and you're, you will start to realize where we are today and, and where we're going. Because the way that we used to find information was search. We used to have to find these things, use deductive reasoning to try to understand what's real and what's not. Now, I can get to an 80% pretty good answer in 25 seconds. And that changes wow. the way that all of us have learned how to search for information, start a new project, research, a, you know, some like a new industry, all those things that we have all this, this knowledge of how to do are now archaic, which can kind of seem a little scary of like, wow, I just wasted it. But hey, the tech didn't exist. So I, you know, I didn't have the foresight. So I had to learn this other ways to do it. But that's how important this is. It, it, it's the most important um, change to... Um, sales productivity ever, you know, that, that I've seen in my 20 years, at least. Well, I think I just took a note on this and I want to get into what we're going to talk about, but man, I, I think I could have you come back a couple of times. We could do a series on this probably. Um, given what you just said, it's, this is something that can either, it can be a catalyst. If you're a seasoned leader and you choose to ignore it, it could be a catalyst for dinosaur status. 
100%. if you're new, it, it can be a catalyst for elite status, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like the most hardworking, lazy person you'll ever meet, which is why I spend so much time on this stuff, Rob. Like that, that is my MO. Like if I had this, it's like, oh my gosh, like how lazy and hardworking I'd be at the same time, but like not having to have like the first original thought. I mean, it would just be remarkable. Well, I think that's a great way to set the stage. What we're talking about is a catalyst and you, you want to be somebody that's, it might, you probably can't even say you're early to the party right now. Right now you're not early to the party anymore, but maybe. For a lot of people, I mean, yeah, Gartner put out this ridiculous stat. It's like, in three years, 35% of people will have generative AI in their sales org. I'm like, 30, gee, many Christmas, 35% in three years. Wow. Whew. I mean, what we are, where we are, we're very early though. I mean, we still are somewhat early. I think I have to temper myself a lot um, because, you know, what you've got is these random use cases, right? Most of you, if you're a sales leader listening, um, Prepare to be terrified. Go to your sales work. Ask them how many of them are using ChatGPT or Bing or something like it in their day-to-day at least once a week. You're going to raise your hand and you go, oh my God, how do we do something about it? And you know, obviously I'll talk about how we can help and some of the work we do later. But this is something that's already being used by people on the front lines. Now the key is how does a sales organization harness it, harness it? And to see those gains that I talked about. And that's, you know, what we'll get into some of the, the tactics. But let's get into it. Now. Let's go. Like, let's say we're, yeah. we're in, entering this area. You're a sales leader. Like we got 50,000 people that listen. 90% of them are sales leaders. The yeah. rest are either enablement people, some marketing people, and some high-performing AEs that want to be leaders. So as you're talking to them, like, where do you start? Like, yeah. how should you be thinking about this right now? Yeah. So again, the beautiful part is one, go subscribe to, you know, ChatGPT or Bing. Why some people like Bing better, I'll just kind of tell you is Bing also uses OpenAI, which is what ChatGPT uses, yep. but it also can search the internet. ChatGPT had a beta of searching the internet. It shut it down because it started doing all kinds of like weird things. And so they stopped it for the time being. They'll get back there. ChatGPT will have the internet. Like there's no, you know, it's not a matter of if, it's just when. Um, and, and, most people, I would say, are using it for very basic queries. Like the most common sales use case, and it makes me want to like just throw up a, a little bit, is how to write a better email template. And it's like, cool. Like, yes, it can help you with that. Um, but I'm telling you right now, it's not great at it. It's like mediocre. Um, but instead, let me tell you about like a few areas that if I'm in your shoes as a seller, and again, I could probably just go on for 30 minutes just on this, but I'm going to try to break it down. By Let's section, go. Like pipeline generation, closing more deals, customer relationships, and then leadership. So I'm going to kind Boom. of break it and we'll go into those four buckets. I'll go into one then you know, you'll have some follow-ups or maybe, and we'll, we'll go from there. So the very first piece, and I talked about this in like onboarding um, and, and where it can help sales organizations first is, 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 and let's call it onboarding, but, and how it relates to each piece of that. Let's talk about getting people up to speed on who you sell to, what they care about. Uh, and then one of my favorites is then being able to rapidly role play those scenarios to get your teams more proficient, whether I'm trying to onboard and get more proficient whether I'm trying to prepare for a meeting coming up or to book a meeting. And I want to try to think through um, what might some objections be, et cetera. What chat GPT and these tools there, when you use them to impersonate people and situations that you can then almost interact with, that is when there's some of the most powerful around like, you know, onboarding and pipe John generation. Imagine I've got a new rep and with okay. this new rep, um, or I am a new rep, or even I'm an established rep and I've got a new industry. 
you know, um, ChatGPT stops at 2021, which, you know, like it's not that out of date. Again, Bing doesn't stop there. But, you know, if I'm a new rep, I'm going to say like, okay, I sell this product. You can copy and paste in the product page. If you go to Bing, you can copy and paste in links. Here is what I do, right? And the, and the, and the caveat to everything I'm going to tell you is the quality of prompt determines the quality of outcome. Sure. So if sure. every once in a while you get a bad outcome, you probably sucked at writing the prompt, right? It is what it is. And also sure. understand that for most things in life and what, and what the, it returns, it's going to be 80 to 90, 80%. I'm just going to use estimates, you know, good or great. And that's going to be fine for a lot of things. Other things you're going to need to go deep on, et cetera. But just imagine how quickly I could get up to speed on an industry. Hey, I sell this product. Here's what we do. Here's the pain points that we solve for, for typically people in this industry. What are the top two industry trends based on these three reports I just found? You know, what are the top two things a CFO cares about in this that I could bring up um, to potentially book a meeting with them? I sell this product. Here's a link to their product. What are two key touch points I could... Um, leverage to get a CFO to want to take a meeting with me. So it's not about Love it. crafting the message. It can help you with that, as you it's can the, see. Yeah, but it's about no. the it's it's really about the 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 quality of the personalization. It's then going to empower me to do because I can ramp and I can get people uh, faster expertise on personas and industries than ever imaginable. As opposed right, so to here's a, why I a love this. Vet, a two year vet. I can do it. Here's why I love this, man. Long time ago, we learned don't be focused on products, be focused on problems. Okay. I, I, I have fun with this. I say, you know, that's the vanilla ice back in the 80s where he's like, if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Right. That's right. Check out we learned from JV. We learned from JV, Jay Z. Jay Z said, I got 99 problems, but your pitch ain't one. Okay. So having problems isn't enough anymore. You got to have priorities. And the reason I love this is this can help you hone in on priorities rather than problems. Because man, there's problems everywhere. Just because it's a problem doesn't mean I'm going to fund it. Doesn't mean I'm going to solve it. What you just gave is a really great way to get better at having a priority-based conversation rather than hoping that you connected to one of the problems that they care about. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's it, right? Like you don't have to be even, you know, it's into, there's a difference between like customization and personalization. You know, look, I'm telling you right now in today's outbound landscape, and I'm going to switch gears. I'll talk more about de closing deals, et cetera, too. But um, if you are doing hyper persona, sub industry level messaging, you are better than 99% of the emails I get. 99% wow. of people, you know, Jake, I, I, I kid you not. The most common one is Jake. I see you're the CEO of Scaled. And you're you're focused on helping people solve sales and revenue challenges. Congratulations! What the? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, that's it, dude. That's <laughs> it. That's the best you can do. Like, my God, I post like one to two times a day on LinkedIn. You can't reference. There's nothing. So my point is, like, if you want to cut through the noise today, the bar, my friends, is so low. It is so low. And that is so funny because so many teams, we just did a survey. This is like three weeks ago. It's like 77% of teams are missing right now, or maybe it's even, maybe it's like up to like 80 something, you know, 30% within 20% of the number, but nobody's hitting outbound. And I can get into a whole tirade about how there's this over-focus on quantity over quality. Um, but by using chat GPT to then allow me to just do, even if I don't do the most amazing thing on this. If, if instead I can say, Jake, look, I work with a lot of professional services companies, especially as someone who's focused on revenue results, like a sales consulting firm. As a CEO, you're probably thinking about profit. How do you keep your, like the challenges I face as a CEO are not like going to be that dissimilar than other CEOs in professional services business. 
So it's like that, even that level of personalization or customization, depending on what you want to call it, is going to set you apart. And so I think like this idea that I can get up to speed. And, and then the second piece that I mentioned, there's role play. I, you know, again, I can say- Yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah. I, I have never thought or heard of that. I can't oh, wait yeah. to hear about that. Oh my gosh. This is, especially for all my seasoned sellers out there. You might be an enterprise rep right now. And you're like, ha Jake, I've been in sales for 20 years or I've been a sales leader for 30 years. Look, what do you typically do when you've got a big deal? You know, I don't know about you, Rob, but what I do is I play that shit out in my head. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I've got this person. This person's going to be here. Do, 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 do. Then I might go talk to like a peer or a VP. Like imagine a world where I can say, okay, chat GPT. And, and, and one caveat I'll tell everyone, just so you guys know how, how it works. And many of you might, so this might be too elementary, but each thread in chat GPT is like its own extremely smart child is like the way I, a baby, right? Where it, they don't learn from each other right? So they're not sharing notes across your threads. So imagine with, with a lot of the consulting work that we're doing right now is about how do you set up different threads that you can interact with that continue to grow on each other versus getting confused. Because what Love happens it. is as you start to um, input different topics that weren't related from before, again, ChatGPT is like the smartest baby on the planet. Like it starts to get confused. It's like, I know the answers, but now you wait, you were asking me about this before and now this. So now I think you actually mean, uh, you know, Lamborghinis. And so like, you have to keep in mind, each thread is its own thing. So imagine okay. a world where I want to do complex deal role-playing. I can tell ChatGPT, okay, you are a CFO at a company in this industry. I could even feed it like a copy and paste of someone's profile. I can feed it whatever I want. You are this person. We have a meeting coming up. And my, you know, these are the top challenges that sales leadership, um, what do you think, Mark, what are the top two or three things marketing is most likely to bring up in this meeting? What are the four things I should make sure to hit on with the CFO to make sure that I, I um, you know, address any concerns during the meeting? What are the top one or two areas I should add to my proposal? So think really? of all these scenarios, stew, stew, stew all these scenarios where if I want that gut check, I want, and, and, and what, I, what I consistently see, and this is something, again, I've, I've been in sales for a while, there's always like one or two of the bullets. I'm like, that is gold. Like I didn't, like, you know, because we, we forget this stuff. We think we're going to remember yes, everything. I get and it. So just imagine all the complex deal navigation, all the complex um, different nuances of a deal. I can train that thread to behave like, a CMO of an industrial manufacturing company that has between 500 to a thousand employees by feeding it more and more information about like what those people care about, whether it's, you know, if I'm using Bing, I can feed it links or I can just copy and paste, you know, Hey, here's a copy and paste from there about us. If you use, um, what is it? Uh, chat PDF. And I think Claude has it. I can just literally, my favorite is like, I can go and, um, uh, upload the annual report and say, summarize five things that marketing talks about here. Like, just wow. think about this. That used to take me, I, I had to learn how to do that. Like, in the yeah, you had to learn what to look through. Yeah, oh, I remember. The, oh my gosh. Hours, yeah. man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so think about those different role play use cases, time playing, like time to where maybe I don't need to go talk to my boss. Maybe I don't need to go talk to someone. And then for those of you who are in leadership, don't be nervous about this. How much faster, if again, if you actually have a strategy for this, and obviously if you don't, you know, we'll put some links in there to reach out to me. And, and this is, this is a, a brand new business unit, seriously, that we've launched, Rob, in the last really like 45, 60 days. 
is how to integrate generative AI into each sales organization um, to where they're using it responsibly. They're not feeding back data your team's worried about. Um, but man, you as the leader now, gosh, you can go into a lot. I don't need to go maybe answer like this question or that question, um, you know, that I might've had to, because again, you can go and role play some of this. So think of this as like preparation, complex deal navigation, role playing. All of these are, I think, are some of the use cases that most people I talk to are not thinking about other than, again, how do I write a better email for a CFO? I freaking love it, dude. Like what a killer killer insight i i've heard of and figured out a few things so that's not one that i'd say like you just made me better so thank you forget yeah. about the rest of fifty thousand, man thank you for me <laughs> <laughs> what that like when you said that i was like i can totally see that i could totally oh, see that so, you're right and i'm telling you rob like it's good like it's not bad like Again, we as sales leaders, and again, don't, don't be nervous sales leaders when you hear some of this, like you're not replaceable, like you still have the EQ and I'll talk about, and again, I'll definitely make sure we spend some time talking about how leaders can use it for better coaching and for performance coaching. Good. Um, but it's not going to replace leaders. What I think it's going to allow us to do as leaders is have a broader span of control. Um, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I can tease to some of the other things we're working on. One is this consulting around it. And two, we're also working on ways like I can actually integrate parts of your playbook into it as well, too. And that's going to be the next, next thing. And so Rob, by the time this launches, we'll probably have, um, you know, I'll have some additional links for people that are interested in learning more. Well, yeah. You're you going know. to be putting on an event that we'll make sure we invite everybody to, and I'll do everything we can to help get people to, to that Love event that. for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we've got two, those are the kind of the two big pieces is I really focus on educating the market on just what they need to do. And then, you know, if there's a way that we can implement technology for you all that imagine if I could have your own playbook in there, Rob, Imagine yep. if their answers at return, instead of living in some content management tool where what does a rep do? What does a rep, what does your rep typically do? They say, mm, here's my situation. Then the next thing they do <laughs> is they go to Slack or they go to their boss. How should I handle this? They're not going yep. through the CMS. Imagine a nope. world where I could use a combination of the power of the, the language model of chat GPT, but then the answers are your playbook. That's going to be sexy. That's badass. And that's, yeah, that's good. That's what, that's what we're working on. So if this is interesting for you, right. we'll have a beta by the end of August, which I think hopefully this will be live by then. So um, on top of the webinar series we're doing with KD, um, since you know he 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 was who I mentioned who, in my pizza story. Who we also love here. He's he's been on the show twice, so you've now. Oh, he can't get to three. Yeah. Then. I gotta. No, you've one up them. Yeah, you've one up them. So that's good. You yeah. said you had four buckets. I think we've done really good on the first one. You've given some sneak yeah. previews. I'm just looking at time because I know what happens with me. I I geek, I geek out on this. Don't get me excited. We're gonna, I mean, I'll we're gonna run out of time. I want to make sure we at All least. All right, we're gonna go the next. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to some other ways to help you to close more deals. So that's around. Let's go. And by the way, that that teases into closing more deals a lot, you know, the role playing, the complex deal, like no doubt. I would think about two things. Um, problem solution matching, right? This is okay. something that a lot of reps, well, I think, I don't know if I've ever met a rep that, that thinks they're bad at this, but lots of reps are not, could, could improve, which is like, hey, they're having this problem. Here's what my product does. Okay, this is what I heard from them. This is what we do. How could I... Um, articulate uh, the benefits of this to a company that's very budget conscious and very um, satisfied with the status quo. Boom. So instead of now talking about this feature, I present it this way. I mm. present it this other way. Um, same thing. So problem solution matching. How, and again, get specific. If I said, how does this feature help a CFO? 
hopefully you know that you could, you know, you could solve that, but try to get specific, right? Okay, here's the industry. After the first call, they said this. I'm nervous about this in the meeting. What are three ways that I could talk about this feature to address those concerns? Boom. All right. Wow. Good, good job, Tech. Okay. I'll talk about it this way. This is how I'll do it. Next is objection handling. Okay. Again, let's talk about meeting prep or after. Host follow-up. Okay. I just have the meeting with Rob. Rob blindsides me. He's the IT director. And IT, IT and HR directors are my favorites. Like those are my two, if you know, if I had odds of who loves to blindside meetings more, it's IT. IT is a clear number one with HR followed by a close number two. Uh, lo much love. My wife's in HR. So um, okay. <laughs> shout out to all my IT and HR people. Um, Let's go. I've got a, you know, I was in a meeting with IT. This happened. Here's the scenario. What are three, what are three things I could include in my follow-up email to help to uh, move my deal forward? Right. So you could proactively prep those objections. Hey, I'm meeting with an IT. Typically, this is where they've shot me down. I'm struggling to get past this. What are two things, two things I could bring up in the meeting that might help this to not happen? Right. So that's the prep. And then after the meeting, I'm sending a recap. So think of this like problem, solution matching, objection handling, um, navigating deals. Those are all kind of my go-tos for like closing more deals. Like, you know, Love anything it. that you would, you know, imagine it's like you know, contained in this little window in chat GPT in this thread are all of your decision makers. It's like, there's thousands of people behind the window, the, the, the wizard of Oz, you know, uh, you know, what do you call it? Backstage all ready to tell you, you know, how to perform better. Right. That's, you know, around complex deals and some of these other things. Um, that's the, those are some of my go-to. So complex deal navigation, which I talked about in the beginning, problem solution matching, objection handling. The third bucket, uh, customer new customer relationships. Right? Imagine if I'm a new CS rep, and the very first thing I do is I drop your link in there. I drop our link. What are the top three ways that you know? Tell me five trends about the about this current this customer's industry um, that we actually can impact that I can bring up in my next QBR. Here, here's it. Here's their last four. Here, I'm going to feed it the link of the press releases. Please look at the last six press releases and find anything that may be applicable to ABC. I have a QBR coming up with this client in two weeks. Then help me to write a, a four-part meeting outline for a 45-minute meeting with that client. Done. All of this is possible right now, today. If I'm a current, again, like just imagine being able to do a lot of this. Again, you have to use, again, caveat, Maybe by the time this comes out, ChatGPT will re-release um, their browsing feature. As of not, you got to use Bing or uh, Claude or Bard to do this. Sounds like you thing. like Bing the most because you keep talking it's about just, them. That sounds, I, yeah. I do. I, I, here's what it is. I use ChatGPT more in my day-to-day -day mm -hmm. with, with the caveat of I'll use Bing if I need to do links. Like, you know what I mean? If like If I need something that's like not persona related or not individual uh, related, then, um, and something I need that's more like trends or um, to analyze links that you got to use Claude or you got to use Bing. It's just, it, it's the only option. But like I said, who, who knows? In a month from now, Rob, ChatGPT might have fixed it. And so it's back. So I'm, I'm building a model as you do your four buckets that maybe you'll approve of and maybe you won't. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. I make frameworks, as you know. And so bucket one is about onboarding and what you're looking for there is proficiency. So this is the problem you solve is proficiency. Second one was closing or advancing. And now what you're looking at is you're matching 
you're matching products to problems. Third one you just gave me is new relationships. I want to know if I got the word right because you didn't give me a really easy growing word. customer relationships is what I would do. They're getting up, and that that's two buckets. There's getting up to speed on new clients and running amazing QBRs. You know, okay. or kind of like you know running amazing um, client calls. You know, I, I would call it as like two buckets in that growing relationships. Is that Hopefully, like about yeah. connecting to their priorities? Is that about prioritizing? Yeah, adding value, right? I'll tell you what. Yeah. The reason that probably eighty percent of CS people can't continually get meetings with the, their clients is they don't add value in the conversation because they're just checking in it's time for our checking check in yeah. like there's three yeah. things anytime we do we just did a really big one for one of the biggest ipos of this year um uh their organization congratulations build their client uh their their uh whole new uh called account expansion strategy and um you know one of the things we'd say is we have to eliminate touching base catching up or checking in because nobody at any level of power has time for any of those three things, right? Unless you're like my dear old buddy from, you know, who knows what. So um, we have to add more value. Customers, we, we expect to get more information asynchronously than ever before. And so again, I could say, hey, I have a client that's struggling to want to meet with me. I want to continue to add value. Write me a 35 second video script um, that highlights this new industry trend or this LinkedIn post I just saw um, that it, that will help to make this person smarter and wow. write it in a very direct tone because they appreciate direct 25 Dang. seconds. Let's go 25 seconds. I could write a video script that would be better than probably 80% of what you nine, maybe 90% of what people are. So again, like just think about, and even Rob, like, you know, I can tell you, and hopefully for a lot of you as listeners, you're like, Oh wait, there's this. And that's kind of this. I, I, I equate it to uh, like doing mushrooms every day. You know, there's, there's those, of you know, those that microdose and do those things. There's others of us that just continue to find new ways for chat GPT. But every time, you know, every time my mind is like expanding of like, holy crap, wait, you could do that. I'm like, oh my, yeah, of course you could do that. Well, if I can do that, then I can probably do this. And if I can do that, I can probably do this. And so this goes back to the very beginning, you know, 25 minutes ago, what I said, when I said, look, as leaders, as P as frontline reps, if you are listening to this, this is like the, uh, the opportunities, the unlock here, hopefully what you're, you know, what you've heard in the last 30 minutes, you know, you see where this can go. And so again, with the current customer relationships, it's just another application of it is again, getting up to speed, running amazing client calls, you know, getting clients who have gone dark to re-engage, you know, like those types of things, you know, are all possible. You know? So awesome. Like, I hope our listeners are having a similar effect to me. Like, like when I get done recording this, I have another customer like co coaching call I'm on. But as soon as that's done, you can bet your ass I'm going to be testing some of these things out immediately. <laughs> like, like what's going through my mind right now is often the first draft of anything is the hardest draft. I'm thinking of that video script or I'm thinking about whatever. Yeah, exactly. The first draft is the hardest. If I could use that to have my first draft take 30 seconds instead of 30 minutes or whatever it is. What does that do to me? Like, that's pretty good because then I can make it mine, if that makes sense. You I, know what I'm saying? I can spend the rest of that time, the 30 minutes, I, it, making it really good. Yes. That's what, these, that's what this tool is going to allow you to do. Instead of spending two hours to put together a V1 of a whatever, you can spend 15 minutes by tweaking your prompts a little bit and then spend an hour and 45 making it really good and yeah. adding the human element to it. Yeah, I'm with you on this. This is... This is really good. And what I love is you've made it so easy to like be actionable with. So that's three buckets. Is there a last one? 
Yeah, last would be coaching and uh, leadership. Let's go. Um, we so got those 10 are minutes. My, those Let's are go. kind of my sales ones. So if you're in yep. sales, but by the way, you can flip any of the ones I'm going to say to like, how do I coach up too, right? Like, how do I, how do I manage up or manage my boss, or my yeah. boss's boss? Um, so it is really good at scripting and messaging, right? So I'll give you a few here. Like, I'll give you some very like real examples of scenarios. I know other CEOs and leaders have used it for really, really well. Uh, performance management. You know, I have an employee where this, 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 this is, has happened. Um, just, you know, we, we uh, prescribe to a coaching framework. It's called Grow. Uh, it's goals. I know Grow. Yeah, goals, reality, options, and way forward. It's a very easy, really yep. awesome technique for having really productive, you know, conversations and not just giving your people a bunch of advice, which is what a lot of sales leadership ends up being. Um, and so I could say, hey, I have a performance issue. Rob is struggling with this, this, and this. We've had four conversations. Write me a write me a script and a grow framework to go and have a productive conversation. Okay, now what if Rob is going to be difficult? I'm worried Rob is going to not be grounded in reality. Um, help me to write. Wait a minute, it knows me way too well. <laughs> <laughs> I can say Jake there too. Um, you know, help me to like be a more difficult employee. Be a more difficult. So imagine if you're trying to increase the quality of your coaching as a leader. How do I get the most performance out of my team? Um, how do I have higher quality conversations? Um, wow. Same, you know, kind of additional use cases, uh, for that. Um, you know, so again, I could even have my own little bot for each person I'm working, you know, this is Jake's development bot. You know, you are, I want you to impersonate one of my reps and we're working. We're, okay. Here, here, this is, oh, this is such a good one. Um, let's go. We are going to work over the next quarter on multi-threading. Here are two different definitions of multi-threading that I believe are most important. Help write me a bi-weekly training plan for a, for a 45-minute meeting and agenda for each meeting to work with Jake on this skill. Boom, done in 25. Wow. That would take you two hours, three hours, however long. I can write a complete rep, like professional development plan in 25 seconds and then spend another hour making it all time and still be done in 50% less time. For sure. So think well, skill building. Um, obviously well, the deal advice stuff, which I kind of already talked about, but wow, yeah. is this going to allow me to one, better prepare for reps, you know, conversations. Hey, I'm getting ready to have a one-on-one -on -one with Jake. We talked about this. His deals are going long. What are two different questions I could ask to help, you know, maybe him to uncover some of these challenges for the, so the quality of conversations, putting together professional development um, type plans, and then the next, next level, which, you know, we're still, uh, you know, there's some tools out there that are claiming it, but I've seen them. They're not, they can't do it. Um, is now I'll be able to marry your CRM data. We will get here. And I can say, based on where Jake's at now, help me to write a six month, your know, six week program based on this you know, area where, you know, Jake needs to get better, you know, or improve. So like, think of it like that, you know, All right. like, uh, this was money, dude, this yeah. was money. I, we have enough time to do a couple things. That's why you see me stepping in here. Yeah. I really want to make sure we have time for people to get all the info we need to get on you. Like there's going to be a lot of people that at very least need to connect with you on LinkedIn, but I hope we'll reach out to you on how do I do some of these things. Okay. Yep. Uh, you guys are the team that I would always point people to on how do we do this? So I want to leave time for that. And I want to leave time for a few final thoughts, but before we do, um, I think I would be remiss if I didn't ask one more thing, if you don't mind. Yeah, do 
are there any common mistakes is the only so far the only mistake i've come up with as i listen to you is not taking time to learn like putting your head yeah. in the sand what like maybe is that a mistake? that's what you started with you said take yeah. six hours that's and like that's the most common mistake if i look um don't and, and the other one would be just because it was a it returned a, a not so great response so what how often do your google searches return a bad result and you're like you're not like i'm never going to use google again like right. so i think like you have to just lean like you have to commit to this like it can't be like oh well it wasn't quite how i would say it or oh that doesn't even make sense you know and like look it's not perfect right like i try to me and my buddy were up late you know during football season and and i had it uh I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, world champion Kansas Let's City go. Chiefs fan. I'll be at the kickoff game. I'll be at the kickoff game. Are you going to be there? Are you for Detroit? Yeah. Yes. Oh, One of my clients is having a sales meeting there, and they got me speaking, and they're taking me to the game with them. So you need yeah. to come. We'll, All right, we'll record Rob, on site. All right. Um, but long story short, I'm like, hey, let's play a Kansas City Chiefs trivia game. And I only like imagine this. I created a Kansas City Chiefs trivia, and me and my buddy, you know, we might have had a couple cocktails after the game. Uh, only the years 2005 to 2010. And in real time, it creates a Kansas City Chiefs 2010. I could even make it about only rushing stats. And it no would, way. and it would, and I can create that. Now, again, what I will say though is from that exercise, I learned sometimes it's not good. Like the word championship does that mean world championship, divisional championship, conference? So, it, you know, it, it's not perfect all the time, is my whole point here. Um, and so just understand that and just be like, okay, well, that's not exactly what I wanted. Let me just try to rephrase it and just keep moving on. So, so one, invest the time and two, um, continue to invest the time, even when it doesn't give you, you know, the right answer, knowing that it could be a prompt problem or just try to say it differently and see if you get a different answer. You just gave me another idea that I want to pile on and see if you agree. I want, I want to see if you approve. I think as a leader, start like I'm, I'm synthesizing what you said. You're making a mistake if you don't start simple. Start with time management. Start with time management. Okay. It doesn't have to be subject matter expertise to start. Start with time management. Save 50% of your time, 40, 80% of your time. We can talk about like how do you get these things to save time? Because you and I both know not enough people manage time as effectively as you can. And if you can get a 50% time savings, that's big enough. You're stupid if you don't start there. Mm hmm. And guess what? You could ask ChatGPT for how to do it too. You can have Let's it. go. You could have right. it write you a plan too. Let's go. How do we? How do my people get more of you? Like how? How do they connect with you? We're gonna have lots of links. Uh, those links are gonna be good. But but how do they get more Jake? How do they get more scaled? How do they get well, more? Definitely, of what you got to I think there's a few things. And again, like I said, I, the reason I'm excited about this is, I, you know, uh, really I, I take it as the view of our organization. We uh, we made this this ethos. Gosh, twenty. 19 maybe 2020 is to create the future of sales and i think this yeah. is really something that i've seen that is going to do that and so that's why i got I'm one so of your t-shirts of that i still wear that's it right. that's right that's right that's <laughs> right whenever we did the rebrand i know yeah. it's 2021 right. i guess is whenever yeah. we did that so um so you know i will continue like this is a major topic for me so one is linkedin if you don't follow me on linkedin i've been putting out a ridiculous amount of content around this and the reason i have been is for every all the reasons you just heard um, as a part of that, myself, and I, I tease this, you know, Kevin Dorsey and I, who's also passionate, are going to be doing a, you know, from now to the end of the year series, it's 100% free, on applications of generative AI in the sales org. And like I said, this is one of those things, it's changing quickly. You might have tuned into one of my lives, you know, four weeks, six weeks ago. And now I'm like, oh, no, no, that's terrible. <laughs> like, now you can do this. So, so um, we'll put a link in here. Sign up for the webinar series. It truly is a 
um, unique opportunity. It's, it's geared towards sales leaders for sales leaders to really understand the things that can move the needle for their teams. And then two, we'll put my, our, our calendar link in there to book time with me and with the team. If your organization is thinking about how to institutionalize parts of this, Jake, I know my team's using it. I don't have the bandwidth. I love you. I hear what you're saying, Jake, but I don't have the bandwidth. One, we do, you know, kind of executive level workshops. That's kind of like a phase one or phase two is like, we'll actually help to develop the plans, set up the different prompts for each group. And then your team could just use, you know, chat GPT or Bing, whatever we end up deciding on for the individual client. So if your team, what you've heard is like, I need to get up to speed on this as a leader um, and need a little bit more, you know, one-to-one time. Um, that's one. Or two, my organization needs to imp- implement part of this. Uh, we'll put the, the link to book time uh, with me and with the team. So I think that those are the big things I have. LinkedIn, sign up for the sessions that we're doing coming up. Uh, and then definitely book time with me. As you can tell, I love talking about this and uh, we'll continue. Uh, and we'll put stuff in Sales Leadership United for our people there as well. More than just these video clips, we'll take stuff that you guys have put together and make sure that we make it easily accessible and point it back to you. Man, listen, this has been awesome. We've we've used the time. We're, we're up on it. I, I have like two or three minutes. You've given people how to access you. Do you have a final thought? Like if you're going to put a bow yeah. on this, brother, like one final soundbite that we turn into a video for Sales Leadership United. As a salesperson or sales leader, this is a pivotal next two, three, four, five years. Um, AI is part of this. The other part of this is the changes in customer behavior. We are used to buying things as consumers at with a click of a button. We are used to buying things as consumers that show up at our door the next day. Um, this is new behavior. We didn't have next day, next day shipping, you know, not too long ago. You know, we had TV. We didn't have streaming services. B2B buying is still using sales processes and methodologies from 1996. Medic was built in 1996. Yeah. 1996. Yeah. And this is the go-to, these hurdles and steps. And so really... There's two trends that every leader, and we didn't get a chance to get into kind of too much, but I, I want to call it out here. Are you adapting your process to help people to buy faster on their own time asynchronously? One, and then are you building your sales organization using things like generative AI to meet the needs of the modern B2B buyer? Because nobody wants to hop on a call to get basic information. If your sales team is just doing an out-of-the-box demo um, and it's not customized, just send that to me ahead of time so I can preview and, and prep for it. Um, we have to start to develop different sales journeys for the ways that people choose to buy and want to buy the same way we do in our consumer lives, and then use things like generative AI to reimagine the way that we build organizations and how productive we can make teams, not just by adding more sales headcount to hit numbers. So there's your... Boom. Drop that mic. Step away. His name is Jake Dunlap. He joined us when we were in the middle of COVID and gave us some great tips that I hope you guys benefited from. He's joining us at another massive inflection point right now. And I think he's right. I do not think he's overstating the idea that this could be the biggest change. Because for me, it is. The things you just described, I've never seen anything like it. I've Between you and me, Jake, I'm the senior citizen here. I've been around longer. So uh, what you say, I agree with. I hope you follow him. I hope you reach out to him. I hope you take advantage of the things that Jake has to offer. Uh, Check out Jake, check out Scaled. Jake, on behalf of 50,000 people around the world, thank you for joining us. And thanks for making a difference in the sales world, my man. Love it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, definitely look forward to continuing the conversation. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another So What portion of the Sales Leadership Podcast, where we break down that interview and we ask ourselves, 
Why did that conversation even matter? But first, this episode is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Since 2019, Sales Leadership United has lived on Patreon, and it's grown to be the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world. I could not be more excited to announce that Sales Leadership United now has its own home. Sales Leadership United has moved off Patreon, and you can find us at salesleadershipunited.com. Listen, I coach over 100 sales leaders in big companies, new companies, every industry, people that are new to leadership, people that are new to the company, uh, some of the newest leaders in the world, some of the most seasoned sales leaders in the world. And every one of them wants more tools, more insights, more perspective. They want to answer questions like, how do you create systems? How do you create foundations? How do you create change? How do you coach? How do you lead up, manage up? How do you connect to a totally different generation? And the number one question I get, what are other leaders like me doing to solve problems like the ones I'm facing? And that's why you should check out Sales Leadership United. You get tools, training, and techniques, perspectives that come from the benefit of thousands of hours with leaders from all around the world. If you haven't checked out Sales Leadership United, head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB, that's R-O-B, to get a free trial on me. Listen, if there's one thing I've learned, we need to be intentional about our growth and our development. And that can be challenging. It takes intentionality and prioritization to keep yourself fresh, modern, and current so you can stay relevant and keep having impact. So check out the new and improved Sales Leadership United at salesleadershipunited.com. Membership is less than the cost of lunch, less than the cost of a movie ticket, less than the cost of your monthly Netflix subscription, and there's no long-term commitment required. Use the link in the show notes and see what the largest collection of the leadership assets can do for you when you check out Sales Leadership United today. Now, this was a really important episode. This was an episode that I've been working on for a while. I'm very aware that AI is maybe the most important topic that has popped up in the last, I don't know, five years or more. In my lifetime, listen, I've been in the game for a long time. I've been selling for a long time. I've been leading for a long time. I've been working with leaders for a long time. And what's happening with AI is changing our world faster than anything else I've ever seen. And so that's why this was really important. I, I, I am, I guess this is my way of announcing that we will be very close to the AI uh, movement. And I'm going to be bringing the very best AI people to the table. And, and one of the ways I prove that is by starting with a sales leader I have so much respect for and Jake. Jake is on the forefront. Jake is, is someone that I, I really respect and look up to, and I agree, I agree that AI is going to do more to change sales than anything else that we will see. And it's not coming. For a lot of years, we've been hearing it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Well, it's here right now, and it's something that's going to be a catalyst for every single leader, every single sales leader. It's either going to be a catalyst for something great that you're excited about and will help you become better, more effective, more productive, more impactful, or it's going to be a catalyst for you in your journey to becoming irrelevant, becoming a dinosaur, becoming a has-been. Listen, I don't think AI is going to replace salespeople or sales leaders. It is going to make it really hard to be average, though. Uh, people are going to use these tools to get way more productive, uh, have more impact. If all you do is use it for the time management side, you're going to be able to be more uh, impactful because you're going to do things faster. 
But I think it will do more than that for those who want. And I think you're going to see that there's going to be a bipolar movement. There's going to be a lot less average leaders. There's going to be people that really are modern and get it and people that are, you know, the old gray mare. She ain't what she used to be. And so I work with tons of sales leaders. I, I coach a lot. I love what I do. I, I tell everyone I have the greatest job in the world. Uh, I also get to interview a lot on the podcast, and I hear from a lot that subscribe to Sales Leadership United, and they're all around the world. And AI has shown up so fast. One of the most common things I hear right now is, Rob, I have no idea how to use AI as a sales leader. And it's interesting because I've seen it work in every market, like tech for sure, non-tech though also, like finance. And like I used it with a landscaping, one of the largest landscaping uh, companies in North America, this giant, giant company, I, I coached their sales leaders and we had a group session on using AI and how that would help. And it was amazing what that did is we carved out time for it. And it's not unusual. Again, if you're saying I have no idea how to use it, stop right there. Just stop. Okay. Um, that's why I had Jake join me. Jake gave you several places to start. So if you missed all of them, go back and listen again, take notes or head to Sales Leadership United. I'm going to be dumping a ton of video clips from this episode in there for you to use for yourself. You can also use them in your sales meetings and for sure, sign up for Jake's nine part series with KD. It's starting soon. And I, if I understand correctly, I think it's every Thursday for nine Thursdays in a row. You're going to want that content. You're going to want the, even if all you do is get the recorded stuff, sign up for that. It's going to give you very focused tactics on how to improve your performance with AI as a sales leader. I think, though, if I was to say that if there's one thing that you could take from this, the most important advice Jake gave, it wasn't in one of his tips. There's a ton of great tips, okay? There's tips every one of you should dabble with and use. There's tips that every one of you should use and then make your own. But I think the most important advice Jake shared, it's going to help you avoid what he identified as potentially the biggest mistake. So don't make the mistake of not learning, not prioritizing how to use AI in your role. Um, when you have capacity days for yourself, learn about AI. Now, capacity day is one of the things I talk about with the people I coach. You ought to have a day, a month uh, at the least where you dedicate that to your personal growth and development. And carve one of those out and make sure you're saying, I'm going to learn about AI in my role. I'm going to learn everything I can learn about it. And then I'm going to start dabbling and creating competency in it. And so create accounts in those tools Jake identified, things like ChatGPT and Bing, and he names a number of them. Again, just get started. As you start going down this road, you're going to find that it goes fast. Then I want you to start implementing and playing around, dabbling, do some of the easy things. Take advantage of that 20% production increase that Jake told you you'll get. And if all you get from AI is improving how you use your time, you'll be better off. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Follow Jake's advice and do what he suggested. He said, spend six hours just learning. Make that commitment as a result of listening to the show. I will invest six hours. Maybe it's an hour a day for six days. Maybe it's an hour a week. I don't care what it is, but invest just a little bit to learn about AI and sales. If you make at least a six hour commitment, you'll be surprised how much you can learn. That by itself is going to put you in front of most other leaders. Then I want you to go list all the key roles you have in your job and those high value activities that support those roles, and then start experimenting on how AI can help you complete those either faster or better.
And very quickly, almost immediately, you'll be benefiting from using AI. And then, the more you do, the more you can do. Listen, AI is a tool you need to learn to be skillful in. I'm going to say it again. AI is a tool you need to learn to be skillful in. It will require you being intentional. You will not get there by being accidental. Because this is something that could potentially accelerate your career and the impact you create, or it could accelerate you becoming that has-been. So this is a really important episode, and I've lined up more AI experts to bring to the show because you need to prioritize learning how to use AI as a leader. It is something that will set you apart as a leader. So prioritize this because I promise you will get really, really fast improvement with very small commitments of time on your end. I hope this episode lit a fire in you. I hope you schedule time and dive in. I hope you register for Jake's nine episode training. And I hope you use AI to accelerate your impact as a leader. Jake, thank you so much for joining me. Congrats on your success. Congrats on what you've made happen. For over 10 years, you and your amazing team have been shining light into the fogginess of the new territories and uh, undiscovered frontiers of sales and doing it with great success. I think this conversation is easily the most important one you and I have had, Jake, in our three episodes together. So to each of the 50,000 listeners listening to this show, my advice is to connect with Jake, reach out to him, follow him, subscribe to his content, and for sure, sign up for that AI training. Nine episodes you don't want to miss. You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to check out Sales Leadership United to get the video segments of my highlights of my conversation with Jake and other guests of the show. I'll have several video clips from this episode that will be huge resources for you. You'll want to use these resources and many others for sure. Finally, thanks to each of you, our listeners. The greatest compliment you give me is when you share the show with those you work with. Introduce them to the Sales Leadership Podcast. Leave us that review on iTunes and you can support the show by checking out Sales Leadership United. Head over to salesleadershipunited.com and check it out. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for your support of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Our job as sales leaders is to create life-changing years for the people we lead. And if you liked this message, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. And then get after it this week because life is short. You got no guarantee of what will hit tomorrow. So maximize your today, be elite, live strong, and chase your passions, and do your best work so you can live your best life. Don't ever forget that you got this and I got you. Have a terrific week. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jetpg.com. That's rob at jeppg.com. And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner, you know where to find me.